This is a podcast from Rover. This is the Sunday edition of Rex Rural Exchange, coming to you from Field Days. Uh, beautiful sunny day on a Thursday. There's a few smoke and mirrors to bring it to you from on Sunday from Thursday, but hey, that's the way it goes. That's how we operate, and we're joined uh, by another Eureka moment. I'm sorry, I'm getting quite boring with that, but she comes from the the coolest named place in the country. She is the NZX Head of Analytics and great friend of the show, Julia Jones. JJ, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I always feel like Eureka's like a bit of a false advertising. Like if yeah, you actually yeah. went. I mean, it's a wonderful place. But, but if, if you, you went there, you might be a bit underwhelmed. You might be like, oh, I, I thought I expected more. Uh, unless we come to your place. Unless we come to your place. Oh, you'd have a blast there. You'd love yeah. it. You're all welcome. Because you've got horses and... Well, three cattle. Three cattle. Three what have you got? Cattle. I've got Otis, who is a speckle park. Oh, yeah. So he is about a tonne. Yeah. And he's like a giant puppy. So you squeeze his cheeks and, and his everything and give him a big snuggle. And I've got Brian who's yeah. a juicy um, Frisian cross, and he's a little bit cray. Yeah. But he's still, he's, after three years, I can cuddle him now. Yeah. We love a bit of cray. Yeah, yeah. Three Got a bit years. Of cray. And then yeah. I've got um, Colin, who came Colin. from um, Chris Faulkner, who's an amazing farmer up in um, near Auckland. And he is another speckle park, and he is super smart. He's, yeah. But he's only a bubba. He's only about three, four months. Oh, it might be six months old now. Yeah, so he's got a bit of time left on the property yeah. then. They will live forever. Oh, they'll live yeah, forever. Oh, sorry, they're they won't pets. live forever. Yeah, but yeah. They'll, yeah, they're pets. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. not for eating. Yeah. Okay. I do eat other people's animals, though, so I don't yeah. want people thinking I don't eat. This yeah. is not a virtue signal. No, This no. is simply um, I started cuddling them yeah. and kissing them and give them names. And, and then yeah. you're like, no, I can't, I can't eat them. I can't put Addicted. you in my freezer. Addicted. Yeah. No. Yeah. Put others in. Yeah. yeah. Now, but I'm fine with ones that I don't name. Exactly. Yeah, I'm the same. Or names that someone else has given them and I don't know that they name them. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's fine. Right. Last time we spoke to you, you were off to the United States of America. Um, and uh, what did you discover? What did you find? Oh, look, the States was cool. I actually got to go, about a week after I got back, I went up to Singapore as well, and it was actually yeah. really interesting to go into America and then go into the Asian market and actually see the contrast, or not contrast, I guess see the markets are just open and moving. Yeah. Like, it's it's very fast moving. Look, there's a lot of talk of recession in the U.S., but not through fear. I think yeah. recessions, you know, it's, it's something that happens. It's a cycle, and yeah. it's actually a really good reset. Uh, look... America's very staunch and it's kind of a very harsh capitalist environment and that sounds awful but it's actually quite comforting because people just get on with stuff. There was not a lot of whinging and there's quite a bit to whinge about but no whinging. But the most interesting, well not enough it's interesting but the biggest thing is you go, I went to four different cities, it's like visiting four different countries. So different. Well it's such a big country isn't it? Like it's vast America. Not that I've I've never been. Totally. Like I went into New York and they've probably got about 65% of occupancy coming back into the city and that was really friendly and fun and had a little bit of pizzazz going and then I went over to San Francisco, they're only getting 40% of people back into the city. A lot of homeless. Um, you could really feel that kind of they can't get people to events. You could actually kind of feel it. It was actually quite a hard. It just didn't have a nice buzz. Whereas Chicago had a great buzz. You know, I went oh. to a, a brunch one morning with Alyssa Badger, who's an amazing um, dairy analyst up at, up there. And you know, we went to <laughs> it was a country music brunch, and you go and have brunch. You can drink. I think it's acceptable to drink at 11 a.m. with your food, with your eggs. And um, just that sort of atmosphere was a bit more. So the East Coast felt a little bit happier and a little bit more right. upbeat. Yeah. I listened to a podcast that you were on the other day, which I loved, by the way, with Bex Smith. Oh, thank you. The whole story. I, last time I talked about her podcast, I didn't actually say its name and she called me out. So, Bex, this is your plug. Um, and you were talking about the, the hurricane or the cyclone that you Oh, yeah. In, and how the thing you noticed was that no one, like, no one was coming to save them. 
They just had to get on with it. Like, and they were opening the next day and everything was flooded. Yeah, Hurricane Ian, and ironically my big brother's called Ian, Ian Jones, not that Ian Jones. No. <laughs> and um, and um, it was amazing because it was... Like, you walk into a hotel, we got stuck in Jacksonville because we were trying to go to St. Augustine, we couldn't go anywhere, everything was blocked off. Walked into the hotel, they hand you a hurricane preparedness sign. It says, if we run out of power, this is what we'll feed you for dinner. And it was like boiled eggs. I was like, please don't, don't let the power run out. So we shot over to Target and got as much wine as we could. We actually got about six bottles of wine, there's only two of us. Um, Enough for a couple of well, hours. Well, we didn't know how long yeah. we were. Yeah, well, yeah, you yeah, might have yeah. been there for a very long well, time. Could have been there at least 24 hours. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's great. And, and then you would, for 24 hours, you would have had to ration those six bottles. That's yeah. great forward planning, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah, and you know, the other thing that I was surprised about is they talked about climate change on the news, and then, and then St. Augustine, where we went to, they had been flooded, and 12 hours later they were open. And I think oh, it, was, it was 12 to 24, depending on when the flooding went down. But the thing was, is there's no, there's no like government support or anything there. Like, if you don't have people come through, they're not going to give you any handouts. Hmm. So the, the community got back into it, and no one was complaining. You know, all I heard people saying is, oh, we didn't lose any lives, so we're just happy, you know, we're all safe. And, you know, there were people, you know, still, like, sweeping water out of their houses the next morning and stuff. But it was, shops were opening, restaurants got opened, um, people were getting on with it. And it was actually kind of, there was something in that, and I don't know if it's just silly or right, but in my head I'm like, these people are just getting on with shit. Like, everyone's got something bad going on. That's resilience, right? Yeah. And they are resilient. I think harshness, and I'm not saying that we should make the world harder, because I think we're all bloated bits of it was a bit harder, but... I think the reality of it is, is, is resilience is built by hitting hard stuff head on. It's yeah. not actually by avoiding it or getting protected from it. Yeah. Yeah. you got to run in and take the tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's going to hurt, and then you learn how yeah. to take the tackle better next time where it doesn't hurt as much or you take the person down first. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah, that's the, that's yeah. the preferable yeah. option, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you bounce better. You do get better at bouncing. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I got fatter, but it's, I certainly bounce better than I used to when I was younger. <laughs> Yeah. Rightio, so what did you discover in terms of our product in the US, in terms of the desire for it and the desire to pay premium prices and, yeah, what was what was the sort of lie of the land? Yeah, I mean, what was interesting going into a high-end supermarket in, say, Chicago, is yeah. where there was the uh, alternative proteins, the plant-based, they literally had a tiny little slither. Yeah. And that used to be a massive big aisle. Yeah. And it was really interesting to see that. Look, our product was around. I mean, you've got to remember it's a big country. We physically couldn't supply all the meat. Yeah. And they do quite like some areas like yeah. grain fed. But we were certainly on the shelves in Whole Foods. So you see a lot of First Light um, Wagyu across there. There was um, some, some Silver Fern Farm stuff. And so you could. it was actually a pride moment when you've seen it. A, a, yeah. a bit of dairy. What was more interesting was probably when we were in Singapore... Um, and there was an Australian brand over there. There was lots of New Zealand. So we had New Zealand salmon there, New Zealand dairy. Um, we didn't see red meat in Singapore. But we did see carbon neutral red meat out of Australia. And mm. it was a massive end. The difference in premium was between the brand, they're both the same brands. Yeah. But the carbon neutral versus the non-carbon neutral was eight, $8 difference in the um, in price per Whoa. kg. Eight? Dollars per kg difference. And that was mints. It was mints. It's Singapore, so it's expensive. But yeah, but but they were happy to pay. With yeah, it. yeah. And it was and it was a massive display. Like the whole deli was literally carbon neutral. Yeah. It was you know and because Stu Stu Davison is like let's go to the supermarket. I'm like yay let's go. And then we just took photos and the dairy yeah. stuff. You know it's like the United Nations of dairy. So we are well. We do well when you go to supermarkets. You yeah. find New Zealand products. We're represented. We're well. very well represented. But sometimes what you find is. 
we aren't necessarily taking our attributes we're still leaving value on the table we're not we've got to show and demonstrate and point out what our attributes are in our products and I think we still need to get better at showing how we produce the food as opposed to just what the food is what it is it's yeah. a butter it's, it's not, a block of butter it's not yeah. just a, a block of butter on the shelf this is why it is the best block of butter that you must buy for your yeah household yeah and like Kerry Gold was next to an anchor brand and like, you know it was I think ink is amazing. Um, I'm, I'm from Westland, so obviously like, I'm a West, West Gold gal. Uh, mm-hmm. So I always have a lot in the cupboard. Oh, the um, old West Gold, yeah. And, um, oh, 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 ginger nuts. <laughs> and then, um, but, you know, when we see them together, Kerry Gold actually spelt out that it was from family farms, that it was grass-fed, that it was all these things, and we've just got, you know, we've just got a brand. And I think There's sometimes, a, yeah. It needs a story attached to it. needs a story. That carbon neutral thing is really interesting, though. Um, okay, it's Australia. But to sh- that that is a, a marketing story that's being told, and that there is that much of a difference, and the price is really, um, yeah, I find that quite telling. Like that's really interesting. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is I put it on Twitter, and people were like, "Well, who's proven the claims, and where's the science, and where's the harsh reality of it?" Is life is very unfair, and sentiment sentiment often overrides reality or science and I think what we've got to get better at is the science and the claims is actually telling the story better with them not just letting them do the job because I'm really sorry if someone else just tells a better story whether it's true or not yeah you can't get angry at them they're just, nah. they're just better at storytelling exactly it's like a rugby game you know you can't sit there and go oh my god they won because they played better if only they'd played worse we would have won you know, you've yeah. always got to be better at the game. Yeah. You've got to be the best team. Yeah, yeah. And I think we've got so much, you know, we're, we are awesome, but we've got so much more in us. And I think it's actually that if we need, we probably need to get a little bit, not harder, but I think we just need to get a little bit more resilient, take the hits a bit better and be better at telling our story. Because at the moment, I think sometimes we get a bit stuck complaining about our story. Um, and if we don't believe in our story, why the hell should anyone else that doesn't farm believe in it? Yeah. Oh, look at those sage words, eh? I know, yeah. this age, it's really, no. it's really paying off. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't interest you in a couple of second-grade farm culverts, could I, now that, <laughs> while we're at Heinz here? Just to, just to give our lovely friends a plug, you know? It is awesome. I actually love Heinz. I've got their yeah. troughs all over my place, and they are brilliant. And I must yeah. admit, as I walked in that huge cattle stop, oh, don't you I love said to that? Stu, would that fit my driver? And he said, no, but I do need a cattle stop. And I was like, well, do you think they'd do one a bit smaller? But that would be cool. That, oh. to me, is a status symbol. Yeah, that, that's Hamish has that's been having a day. Ham, yeah. Hamish beast. has been having a field day with the kettle stop. Yeah, the field day because you, you're a Yellowstone fan. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. The kettle stop. You know scene. the kettle stop the one guy. when they drop the guy under the kettle. Yeah, oh, I love that. And imagine how many guys you get under that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Minnie, you could like pick them in like sardines. <laughs> you could put half a gang under there. The government should think about it. It just looks so good though. That's what I love about the hide oh. stuff. Is it, you know like for concrete like yeah, yeah, troughs yeah. and things. They do look quite fancy. It's actually a, I feel when you're a wee lifestyler. You actually feel quite cool when the big truck turns up with the big, you know, the, the craney thing and drops the big things off. I get quite excited. I feel quite, like, staunch. I don't know how to do anything with them. I have to get someone to do it. But yeah. So you're buying anything at the field days for your lifestyle block? Actually, I'm in the market for a bit of a crush for my, well, not, oh, not a lot. Kettle not, crush? I've already got a crush on you, Hamish, so there's no oh, one else Jay, there. Oh, um, No, <laughs> kettle crush for Otis because I need to get the vet to trim his feet and they won't do it, so I need to get a crush. It's not that easy to hold down a kettle base to have its well, feet done. Need to hold Otis down to be fair. I just give mod fellows and he just stands for you. But I do actually yeah. need to. So I'm looking around for a crush, but then how am I going to get one big enough for him? I'm going to have to do elephant crush. Is yeah. he a really, really large? His stands about six foot. Yeah. 
And he's a speckled. Yeah, but yeah. he's cute as anything. Like, you tickle yeah. his cheeks and you give him big cuddles. And I can just stand. I like lying, leaning on his bum because it's all squishy. And you can just, like, you know, just give him snuggles. He's just got the best. He's just, honestly. Yeah. My friend's dad came as a butcher, though, and he was dropping off vegetables. And he, he actually told me how we'd butcher him once. He said, oh, what you'd do is you'd cut this off here. And, you'd, and I was and like, like, I don't want to hear it. I was like, oh, Steve, I'm but. I don't really yeah. need to hear about. That's what, not happening to Otis. I, no. I'm, I've already got a soft spot for Otis and I haven't even met him yet. You'd love him. He's yeah. amazing. He's not this. You're not going to talk about splitting the atom with him. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's sometimes yeah. the lights are on, there's no one yeah. at home. He's yeah. a cow. Yeah. Yeah. But, but what else are you getting? You know, I spotted you yesterday, I think, in the Fonterra tent. Uh, what sort of vibe are you getting from amongst industry and people that you've been talking to? Well, actually, you know what? I think the great thing about Field Days has been is it's actually reminds you about being together it actually reminds you about you know there was something sitting at the KPMG breakfast yesterday morning and you see these really cool people and you I don't know you just feel supported like sometimes it can be quite an isolating industry even if you don't live isolated it can feel isolated and I think you know it feels good like it doesn't feel people feel like there's a sense of calm I don't know maybe I'm missing something apparently there were a few people flare up yesterday but I didn't see it I've just seen people committed to making the sector the very best that they can and working together and 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 all credit to field days for still putting it on i mean how yeah. cool is it to be here in summer it's you know i never thought i'd get sunburnt at field days i mean to be honest yesterday i never thought i would either but it was just i don't know you know that's True. the support from the 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 stands you know the sites that people have come in i think feel like there's a, a hopeful energy i love that on that note a hopeful energy We'll take that. That is Julia Jones, NZX, Head of Analytics, mother of Otis, uh, Eureka Farmer, and uh, great, great supporter of Rex. This is the Rex Field Day Special.